0: Welcome back to NFL Week Six. You got the I Fantasize Daily Boys back. Um, third of the third of the way through the season, y'all. Uh, we've got some bye weeks. Only ten games on the slate. Chaz, Nick, Connor, how we doing tonight?
1: Happy. Good. Good night.
2: Yeah, doing well. A little bit easier. Research ten. Uh, got got a first uh, new name, dude. I've never heard of. That's that's popping. So we'll. I like it when we get to him.
0: Good. All right. Let's jump right into it. Uh, that's for you, Amy. Uh, Texans at Colts. First game on the slate. Uh, Connor, want to throw it to you first here. So last week, Texans Colts. Something finally clicked. Both offenses performing well. Is that something that we continue to see? when they play each other on Sunday?
2: Uh, don't think so. I think uh, our boy, Davis Mills, caught caught Belichick sleepwalking into Houston uh, last week. I think maybe the Patriots had visited uh, one too many of the uh, Deshaun Watson spots uh, and just weren't, weren't sharp that week. Um, we'll, we'll let Nick atone for his Davis Mills take later. Uh, as far as the Colts go though, coming off tough loss, breakdown of epic proportions. So we'll see where the head's at this week. Uh, I'll be reaching out to the team to make sure we're okay. Um, Otherwise, man, I I don't know. This sets up to be an ass-whoopman. I mean, I think Houston was a fluke. Uh, You got Indy favored by 10 at home. Um, And a lot of their players I like this week. I think um, maybe I'll start with the Colts side because I think they're a little bit sharper of a play. Uh, I mean, we saw our boy JT explode last week. I think some of that was more off a screen pass he broke. Um, His usage is still up in the air where that's now a three headed backfield with Marlon Mack making a, making a comeback from the dead. But um, I do like our boy, JT as a 10 point home favorite um, sitting there at 6.6 K. Uh, I think he's going to be a, uh, a good play. Now he's going to come with a little bit of ownership this week. And then as far as the pass game, I mean, I don't know if y'all saw that catch that Pittman had, but um, I mean, this dude's going to be a beast. Um, he's obviously the alpha. And then as far as Carson Wentz goes, um, I think he's actually my third highest value at QB this week at 5.4 K. So I'm going to have a lot of probably um, some skinny sacks probably with, uh, with Wentz to Pittman. And then um, we'll probably run it back with Brandon cooks. Um, I'm not super excited about running it back with anybody from Houston, but he'd be the guy I might not even run it back actually as a 10 point favorite. Uh, but that's how I kind of see it. I, I really don't have any interest outside of those four.
1: I can't add much to that. Um, Cooks would be the only option whatsoever for Houston. Um, I was high on him earlier. He's kind of faded. I think that's uh, due to the quarterback situation. Um, but like you said, it on Indy, I mean, that's the only two plays as well. I mean, I like Taylor, like you said, a 10-point favorite. Um, Pittman, uh, he's balling. Um, I mean, that's the low total, home, you know, big home favorite. Uh, there's not much much to add from what you said from this game for me. Man I
3: tell- mean, i tell you what uh- – <laughs> I don't know how accurate these projections are um, from a uh, percentage-wise, but, I mean, Carson Lentz is coming in very low-owned, and I think he's just got that name brand of he sucks. But, man, he's looked good the past two weeks. Uh, he might be a little sneaky a little start. Um, also, I'm not going to do it, but I'm just saying what the thing says. Jacoby Myers is popping as well. But I also think he's dust now, so I don't know. Good, good <laughs> We'll oh shit! my no, sorry, no, no, no. Oh man, it's too early in the, too early in the pod for this. I mean, Michael Pittman. Sorry, Jacoby Myers is looking like dust, but I think uh, Michael Pittman is coming in real chalky. Gotcha.
0: I, I think oh, I'm sorry, higher on, I was Brandon. Stuck on
3: last week. I'm sorry.
0: I, I think I'm higher on Brandon Cooks than y'all are. Um, I, I think it's a really good spot for him. And dude's like top five in the league in target share, which is pretty pretty nuts and i think at 5800 you're getting a really good price on a guy who first two weeks of the ceiling our first two weeks of the season had just massive ceiling games and i think that this is a good matchup for him to do it again i think i'm a little bit higher on him than, than y'all but agreed agree with everything else y'all said
1: when did mills take over was that like three week, week three, three and a half I think.
0: I think two and a half three yeah i was just curious yeah no. All right, that should be all for a 43.5-point total. Let's move on to another really low total. Uh, we've got Packers at the Bears. Um, Packers are five-point favorites. The over-under is sending it forward, 44.5. Chaz, um, Williams, Daryl Williams was just announced out for this game due to COVID protocol. So David Montgomery out, Daryl Williams out. Is Khalil Herbert going to be worth the play there? Is that a guy you're going to invest in, or is it a new bet? I believe he's like 46, yeah, 4,600 on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's it's a shot. I, just because he's the head back, like, I don't know. That offense is scary to me. Um, Agreed. You know, Fields, um, you know, Khalil Herbert, I know you guys had a side-off bet with Robinson and Mooney last week, and I was on your side with Robinson, and then Mooney outperformed him, so – I don't know why A-Rob's not getting the ball, but it's not a week for me to try it again. I don't know. You may be in that, but uh, I'm going to stay away from this offense. Um, I may have a you know, a Herbert one or two in there just in case he has something, but I'm not high on him, so not much on the Chicago side for me.
0: I think the question is, it like, does he get – I mean, do they have anybody else behind him or is this dude going to play 90% of the snaps and get the same type of passing game work? that Montgomery and Williams had. And if that's the case, like, it might be straight. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have a strong take on it.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I, don't I haven't know. done as much research on that. I have no idea who that Herbert dude is. I've never seen him play. Don't know where he came from.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think last week, you know, originally when Montgomery got hurt and Williams played, I think Williams was banged up, actually. He had, like, a thigh issue. Um, so, Khalil little Herbert played in that Raiders game, he, I actually looked it up. He had 18 carries. 75 yards, uh, four and a two and a half yard average. I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's not that bad. If seven and a half is floor at 46, uh, I don't know if a ceiling's there, like you guys said, just given the offense. Um, so maybe just kind of a value floor play. But I don't know. I just, I don't think I'm going to get to him real often in tournaments. If I had to guess, just given the ceiling worries.
3: Yeah, I don't think they've got. Um anybody on that uh, running back depth chart so I do think he's going to get a lot of work um, I think he touched on it uh, again I'll go back to the well um, if you want some little bit of value I think Mooney's fine there I think it's a 48k um, uh, I guess really I mean again are y'all playing Devontae Adams at 9k
0: I think you've got to like, yeah. like you've got to have some he's, he's one of those guys you've got to have some every week
3: Still um still projected highest points but are
0: it's crazy, bro. On He's so slate. good. He's so good.
3: I think he has a historical target share. I want to say it's close to 38%. Um so I think I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I, I think really about this game, if you really want to look into it, it's like, yeah, you know this guy, this Herbert guy, um, uh, yeah, you got Mooney, but like <clears throat> you playing any I really want to – what's interesting to me is always uh, A-Rodge. I don't know. I know he's regressing from last year. Um, he's not coming a high-end super-owned. Um, but he's always just kind of that guy that nobody really wants to play. I don't know if it's pricing. I don't know what it is. But I think him and Aaron Jones are always interesting every slate off that. Um, at least Aaron Jones on the Devontae, uh leverage. But I'm always curious about um, Aaron Rodgers. I want to see what y'all thought on that.
0: Never gonna talk you off, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah. I think mean, there's gonna be a lot of high the the three quarterbacks above, four quarterbacks above Rodgers, I think is where all that ownership is gonna fall. And if he does, him and Devontae both have ceiling game. That's that's the one thing that's tough though about Rodgers, I will say, is you know where a lot of the production is gonna go. And so, like, you almost need Rodgers to run in one or to have, like, 304, which it's a lot to ask. But I put him kind of in the same category as Brady when Brady's won two GPPs through five weeks. And, I mean, I I would say that, you know, he kind of centers on one guy, too, on a weekly basis. So, uh, it's a tough situation, but I'm not going to fault you for doing it for sure.
1: Uh, Yeah, I got nothing else to add there.
0: All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, The next game probably, I would argue, one of the biggest on the slate. Uh, And I want to actually kick it off by a personal apology to Nick Miles. Um, Last week, RSJ was how we kicked off the podcast. We gave you a lot of shit about it. But, dude, pretty solid play. And I honestly think that we might be able to run it back here. Uh, Nick, RSJ, you going back to the well this week?
3: uh yeah probably uh he's popping in the optimizers again but i think it's okay to go back to him i probably won't now because i think um this washington atlanta i mean washington and kansas city um is this the highest total on slate i'm pretty sure and i think it's also going to be the highest owned stacks of the game i I don't think taylor heineke's uh performance last week is going to suppress this game i think him uh Scary Terry and Ricky Jones are going to be the easiest Run backs, double stacks, skinny stacks. Um, I think he's a fine play, but I probably won't be playing him. I got to get closer to Saturday and look at the ownership projections. Um, I'm more interested in Kansas City on that side, but I'll let y'all get on that one.
1: I just want to add real quick before we get to KC side. What is Gibson? last? I don't think he practiced today. What, do you think he's going to be a go, or is this just a normal in-season questionable but ready to roll have you heard any update there
0: so he's got he's got a, a hairline fracture in his shin but apparently he's had it for like three weeks now and he's on the same practice schedule he's been on so i'd expect him to be same role he has been
1: okay he's yeah, gonna say, if, well. if, obviously if he's ruled out then mckissick's in play there for sure i mean if they're going to be behind and throwing the ball um i like heineke like you said nick um uh, I when you mentioned heineke i liked him last week and obviously didn't have a A very good game, but I like him in a bounce back spot here. Kansas City's defense is absolutely trash. Um, I like Heineken McLaurin.
2: I agree. I think when you run, I was running a lot of these uh, stacks in the 150s earlier, and he's, I mean, he's kind of popping in all of them. I think some of it is a function that um, Kansas City has strong run run backs. uh, So they're kind of inflating there, but. Yeah. Any, any single or double stack village you do, if you just want to do Heineke plus one or Heineke plus two, like it makes sense on the, on the projections. And then I think some of the runbacks make sense as well. Um, I, I just will caution you guys. I think Hunter hit on this. This probably will be the highest owned game, uh, of the week. And so, you know, if, if you're going to run these stacks with Mahomes homes or Heineke, I think you got to get different, um, elsewhere on the roster. Um, and I think maybe one way to do that is if you do want a piece of this game is just to take some of these mini correlations. Um, so we've touched on it. I think these are pretty, uh, condensed offenses. So you, you kind of know, T- uh, scary Terry on the, uh, Washington side and then Tyreek and Kelsey on the, on the other side, uh, will correlate. Well, those will be a little bit pricey. So you'll probably need to find a cheap stack elsewhere, but, um, that's how I'm thinking about attacking this one. I mean, I think this week you just don't have many that are going to be over 50, let alone 55. Um, so, I don't think you can just fully fade this game. Uh, I think you just got to be smart on how you play it.
0: How, how popular do the Chiefs' main two guys, Mahomes and Kelsey, get if Tyreek is out? Like I, this is what I think. So, I think I KC think wins this game, and I think they know they win this game. Washington's trash. But Tyreek hasn't practiced two days in a row now. He was gimpy apparently after the game the other night. I mean, do they sit him here? Like, do we think this is something where they say, hey, Tyreek, get healthy? He's, he's, he's been injured, I feel like, every year for, for you know, a two, three-gram stretch. So, I'm wondering if they just sit him here.
2: Yeah, no, I think uh, the answer to answer the first question is how – how popular do they get? I don't. I don't know if Mahomes necessarily gets popular. It might actually go the other way, where he is less popular with with Tyreek out, but then Kelsey for sure, his ownership will go up. I think in, in that scenario. So,
0: dude, um, they fucked up. Why, why is he seven K? Like that's such a stupid price. Like that they made it way too easy to get Kelsey this week.
2: Yeah. No. He's. Um, yeah. I mean, because he's he's gonna pop at tight end. Um, like he's really the only positive value which you never really get at, at tight end yeah uh um, so yeah I mean that's what I yeah if if Hill's out I, I mean they've already got Kelsey projected probably 10 to 15 percent I could see him getting up to like 2025 20, bro uh, in that scenario so <clears throat> yeah I mean I think I think that's a big one um hopefully Tyreek just takes it up and is, in a, is a game time decision and um you know, you get some news around eleven
0: thirty on Sunday, dude. I've I've never got Kelsey right, but like this just seems like a week where you just click it and figure it out later. Like,
1: I think yeah, I think he's cash wise. It's a lock. I, I mean, like you said, Connor. I think he's gonna be higher than twenty five. I mean, the one I'm looking at now is at twenty two, twenty one point six. Like, I mean, if he's out, I think it goes upwards of thirty, pretty easy. I mean, it's just, but like you said, Hunter. I mean, he's still the price for. Mahomes' number one guy.
0: That's
1: super cheap.
3: Way too cheap. Yeah, uh, I think we're actually bearing the lead here. Um, how much? How do you guys? Uh, I I personally do not like Nicole Harmon as a player. I think he's fine at forty nine. I think he's forty nine k. Forty two. Uh, forty two. Wow, that's super cheap. Uh, I think he'll be very popular, especially if Zeke doesn't. I mean, see, Tyreek doesn't play. Um, and Daryl Williams is. Is Clyde not on the? He's on the IR, correct? Yeah, Clyde's um, out. Um, so I think Daryl Williams. I mean, he's gonna be one of these. I don't think.
1: I think rock Hartman had um, twelve targets last week.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, let me look. I need to look. Darrell Williams coming in fifth highest kind of uh, guy right now in ownership. Um, so I think he'll be chalky as well. I think he's a fine place. It might actually be, um. I'm not sure. This game is just talking to me. I don't. I don't really. I can't really make heads or tails of it. I guess you just sprinkle in. I think. I think if all four of them guys,
0: if Darrell Williams is that that popular, I think he's the easy fade for this game. Yeah, I think that's the easy fade.
3: You like him or Herbert better?
0: I think Herbert has a much. I think Herbert probably has a safer floor, and I think the ceiling's probably about the same.
3: Yeah, it's about
2: dead even on those. on uh, what the Chiefs. I'm trying to see what they if they've got a split with like uh, Tyreek out and Kelsey in. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to get. I'll try to get it. Maybe we can see. We'll come back to it if it if it works. Um, I just want to see if they got a split of like what Kelsey does when he's in or out.
3: I've seen you know? a lot of Daryl uh, Daryl Henderson in the uh, uh, optimizers as well. Obviously, just just the workload with the price.
0: All right, high game, a lot of good plays there. Um, I think we all think we, we're kind of right. Let's touch base again on Sunday and kind of see where we're at here. Uh, let's move on to the fourth game of the week: the Rams at the Giants. We got a forty-eight and a half point total. Rams favored by nine and a half. So it's, it looks like Daniel Jones most likely will be back on the field. Apparently, he's progressing well through concussion protocol. He practiced limited today. Everybody's like, dude, he'll be fine. On the other hand, he will be missing his top two weapons. Barkley's ankle is like a balloon, and Galladay is, of course, injured again because it's Kenny Galladay. So, tough Rams defense, Giants missing key weapons. Nick, is there anything here – on either side, I guess. I mean, you got the Rams favored by a shit ton and a lot of missing pieces on the Giants. Is there anybody here that's kind of sticking out to you?
3: Um, uh, yeah. When, when I was first looking at it, uh, running the, doing the research, running the optimizers, I mean, Daryl Henderson's been in literally everybody's um, as almost like when I saw it, he, he looked like he was like your free space at 6K. Um, he looked great against Seattle. Um, <clears throat> but man, if you want to go on the opposite side, I, I, I don't know what it is about Devin Booker. He's at five point four. So he's not really priced uh down like some of these other guys we mentioned earlier. But man, I, I kinda like him. He gets targets, he gets carries, he gets red zone touches. And I, I need to look what is his ownership gonna be. Uh, it's pretty chalky, but what was it?
1: Nine ten percent.
3: Um, yeah, it looks like it. Uh this one that this one I'm looking at is sixteen. So um it's crazy. Um, but I like him at that spot too. I, I think he might come. I think it might be a little underowned, or I I think people will be off of him, but I will be on him. Uh, and at the same time, I don't. I guess until uh, Cooper Cup is 8K, I, I think you just play him at this point. I don't know. It's like they haven't got his pricing right. It feels like it's like they. It seems like DraftKings is always telling, like asking me to play him, and until you get him pricing like some of these top tier guys. I mean, I don't know what's his pricing on it compared to the slate. Oh, let me pull it up. Yeah, I mean, he's still uh, the fifth highest. I mean, I think he's great right there. <clears throat> that spot.
2: I, I'm, I'm high on the Rams this week. Yeah, I think we touched on him. I think Daryl Henderson's going to be a smash play there. He's going to be highly owned. I think – so, what I'm interested in is we've got Cup and the resurgence of Bobby Trees that we haven't touched on yet. Uh, he finally had his coming out party. Uh, last week at Seattle where he went for, um, I think he went for like a buck 50, scored 30 points. Uh, no TD. I mean, he's only had like two TDs on the year. So I think that there's definitely more room, uh, more room there even. Um, and so I, what I'm interested in actually on this Ram side is a Matthew Stafford double stack. Um, so he's, he's coming in pretty I mean, he's coming in fairly owned. He's probably going to be average, but uh, I think a lot of people are going to play uh, Daryl Henderson, who I, who I do think is a good play, but I think a more interesting way to play it is, is the passing game uh, that'll come in lower owned. And and those lineups are actually popping in some of these, uh, these max entries I'm playing and they're not that highly owned, just given that uh, cup and woods are kind of coming in just, you know, average owned. So, uh, the Rams, as far as stacks go, I think we're going to probably be one of my more higher owned this week, just given that they project well and their ownership is coming in, uh, lower than some of more of these popular games like KC, Washington or, or Lamar Jackson that we'll get to. So uh, high on the Rams. And then, yeah, hundred to your point, I'm kind of tracking some of the, I don't know, we'll, we'll call it just how Daniel Jones progresses. Cause I do think that helps out this, um, this game environment, if he's
0: able to play closer to full health, is there is there a is there a wide receiver that y'all want to run it back with on the giant side, or, or is it just a a stack and stay away? I think
1: Tony's in play. Right, I mean, is he not? He's not suspended or anything, is he? He's yeah, priced.
3: he's just uh, he's just priced up real high, man. They they really corrected him. Um, what does scare me is a uh, uh, set back. Um, uh, we saw how good. Kadarius played, uh, but that was both with Darius and Sterling out, so I'm a little less excited to play him than compared to last week. I do think, I like, I do like Connor, I'm glad that you touched on uh, Matthew Stafford, because I think he's coming in a little lower-owned. I think he's a great play. He's kind of in that weird, you don't really pay up for him, but he's one of the the best in real life quarterbacks that's having a great season that nobody really pay, plays, I feel like uh, in DFS, and I think he's a nice, perfect leverage off uh, Daryl Henderson. I think he's a little, a little sneaky play this week.
2: Yeah, and then one thing on the run backs. So one thing I'm trying to do this year is not necessarily have to force run backs in if we're giving up too much on projection. So the Giants right now with only a 19 and a half total, I don't, I don't think you have to run it back. So I think you can. I think you could literally just play a Rams double with no, with no run back. I think, I think that's fine. I, I think if you do run it back, I mean, the, the only one that pops is uh, Devontae Booker. So um, I don't, I don't feel like you necessarily have to feel like you, you force it with, you know, a team that only has a 19 and a half. It's different than Houston where you kind of know it's going to run through cooks, uh, you know, the 40% target share. I think the giants with the injuries and the quarterback situation, don't feel like you have to.
0: Hey, if y'all do end up doing that and are looking for a giant and, and do multiple lineups here, get some John Ross for me. I, it was a swing and a miss last week, but what I was looking for was still there, and it didn't hit. But I think this is another week for it to happen at 3,100, and he's the type of dude that can go out there and get you one play and get it done at 3,100. So, just a little bit, just a little bit if if, if y'all end up going that route. Jr. Jr.
3: the third. A doesn't bit he of own? A bit of that. Doesn't he own an island? For
0: yeah, it'd be set a record a, or whatever. yeah.
3: Doesn't he own some island?
0: Bro, he's fast as fuck. It. He's fast as fuck, and he's fast he's good. Boy. Like, like anything you look up, John Ross is gonna. Say, they're like, hey, he's a great receiver. Fuck. He just hasn't hasn't panned out, but oh, why not week part. six, right? Why not? Why not us? Am I right? All right, let's move it on. We've got the Bengals. At The Lions, guys, the Lions with another heartbreaking loss. Um, I mean, my goodness, they just. I feel like the Lions should be a 500 team right now, but just just can't can't close at the end of the game, and or, or they do close, and another team just closes better. It's just it's wild to to watch week after week, but here we are. Uh, apparently, Joe Burrow can't talk right now as well, but dudes on on route to play Sunday. So, I don't know if they're going to have a silent count or dude just going to automatically get the voice of Angel. <laughs> but, um, shit, Bengals by three-and-a-half, 47-and-a-half total. I think there's some potential here. Uh, Chaz, kick us off here, man. What do we got?
1: Yeah, like you uh, said, the Detroit, I mean, they've kind of had a rough season, obviously. Um, I've seen a bunch of people, a bunch of articles like, love uh, loving Detroit this week. Yeah, I, it's not for me. I'm not playing that game with um, solid coach crying, and they've had some – Close games, like, okay. I mean, that's a sign of a shitty team to me. Like, they can't close the game. They're not good. So, they're 0 and 5 for a reason. Like, I think they're trash. I don't see any reason for that to change this week. Um, so, anyways, let's talk go down that street. Uh,
0: Chez, uh that sounds like that sounds like your head coach, bro. One that's going to get emotional with you. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they're all I'm getting sorry. paid plenty. Like, are we,
3: are, we, are we drafting the head coach or like we drafting? Yeah. The coach I, either way,
1: a... no, Detroit, yeah. Um, but let's start with us. I mean, there are some plays there, but with that being, I mean, as far as this, the spread and this stuff, I think Detroit gets work. Um, well, let's start on the Detroit side. I mean, Swift, like he had a good week last week. Um, I mean, he's staying questionable, but I mean, I think he's ready to roll. Um, he's getting the, you know, the pass passing game, he's evolved. He's getting goal line work. Um, so I, I like Swift. Um, the only other option, I think Hoxton's wobbling around. I think he sucks. He's, like I said last <laughs> week, I just don't like him as a person. So I'm not going to play any Hawkinson. Um, the only other play I'm playing from Detroit, um, Amon Raz St. Brown. Um, I mean, he's he's cheap. He's 42. Um, he's getting targets. He's like the only option. He's had eight targets in back-to-back games. Um, uh, I mean, see is out. Tyrell's out. Like, I mean, he's the only other guy, in my opinion. Um, do do you all have any take on St. Brown at all? Yeah, he like him I mean, uh, uh,
3: just because he's the only body out there.
1: That's so, yeah, like process of elimination, like he falls into falls into place there for me.
3: Man, I was running when I was looking at these optimizers, like always, these these guys are coming in pretty hot. Uh Swift again, he's just he's he's just such a good uh pass catcher back. He's so friendly on DraftKings and especially for his price and his target share. Um, he's always a good play. Um
1: what do you have his ownership up? I had it written down. Oh, he's like going to be chalky. Yeah, yeah, he's
3: going to be chalky. Okay. Um, he's well, always pretty chalky. Until they get him in the high sixes, low sevens, he's going to be pretty chalk. Um, Williams,
0: two straight DNPs too.
3: Yeah, so um, it's crazy. I think really, um, and, you know, maybe with this Herbert news, it kind of fluctuates the lineups around. But, man, I'm seeing a lot of Joe Burrow as well. Yeah. Um, with Boyd and Higgins coming in, I think because they're both five four and five 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 three. Because um, Chase is basically priced out now at six seven, so he's not really going to pop. Um, but I don't know. I'm not really feeling strongly about that side of the ball. So DeAndre Swift is really the only person who I'm like excited to play. Um, but I think uh, Burrow and his two receivers are fine if you want to get them out there.
1: I didn't realize Swift was gonna be that chalky. Um, I mean, I, it's for good reason, but I didn't realize he was gonna be that high owned.
3: I think you got to keep an eye on is uh, Joe Mixon there, sixty four
2: hundred. You want to? You ready to get? You ready to get a little gross with it? Always. You know who I might play some of the most of this week on a stack? Little Jared Goff. Out of all these lineups I ran, he he like so that stack is so cheap. You can just jam in Devontae, you can jam in McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, McLaurin, like whoever you want to jam in, you can get in there.
1: Jared Goff 51K. With him and who? Yeah. Uh,
2: with a Jared Goff stack in this game. So if you want to get real cheap and sneaky, I, I, I think a lot of – probably what I'll play this week, I'm going to have a decent amount of Jared Goff. Um. I don't like to do it and it might not work, but like when you look at these projections, those, those uh, stacks are so cheap and it's so condensed right now. I mean, you got TJ Hawkinson at 5K, uh, Amon St. Brown at, what's he at, like 4-2, Goss at 5-1, and then even Swift. I mean, you can correlate that. I mean, he's only at 6-3. You can play whoever you want after that. Um, so I'm going to have a decent amount of that side. Uh, and then obviously Cincinnati, we, we touched on, is going to project well. Uh, I think you can stack them as well. they're They're coming in also pretty pretty well in these. They're just gonna be um, more owned, just given that I think a lot of the ownership's gonna fall on Higgins and Boyd. and then the run back with Swift, that's just a lot more higher owned. but um, yeah, don't sleep on don't sleep on a lion stack this week.
0: I don't, I don't think so here's my here's I, I agree with you but I, I think golf is too cheap. I think he's got ceiling games in him. we've seen that all the time he throws about 40 50 times two three touchdowns he's there easy I don't think Jamar Chase is pressed out my problem with Jamar Chase is I have yet to play him this year and so I'm late to the party and now he's his highest price point but I dude's got 25 30 point upside in him I think Jamar Chase if he's going to be cheap you go back to the well even though I'm late to the party
1: yeah I mean I didn't play him last week I was thinking well Higgins coming back like got to take some stuff away. I mean, he only had six catches, but he still had 10 targets, and so he's got 30-point upside. I mean – I don't think he's priced out there at
0: 67.
3: Uh, Priced out of the optimals for clarification. I don't think his price is too high by any means. Fair. Just for clarification.
0: Fair. Um, uh, Nick, I think you touched on mixing, and I think that's something, again, to – this is Thursday night, but, like, monitor that shit going into Sunday because – P Ryan is out for COVID nineteen, and who knows? Like like Mixon might have no choice but to go out there with a bum ass ankle against one of the worst defenses in the league and play eighty ninety percent of the snaps again. I so, just think it's
3: it's one 80, of those. 99. Yeah, we we spend all this time talking about the pass catchers in the QB, and then the the guy who might get an eighty uh, percent target share uh, volume share goes on talked about. So I just think that's the perfect leverage if you want to get crazy. Because he's pretty high price. Was he 64? He's not even by by high price. I think he's a fine. Perfect leverage play off all those guys. Yeah, agreed.
0: All right, game six. Um, Oh, man. Nick, you're going to hate me for this shit, but um, dude, Mark Andrews. (laughs) Mark Andrews, that boy was balling on Monday night and uh man I, I didn't think I had a shot and I apologize I honestly feel bad. But do the Chargers get revenge here for your loss against the Baltimore Ravens?
3: Well here's the thing anytime you count the Chargers in it's a whim, you're gonna lose it. Um I think this is I man the Chargers look good this year. Um I am worried uh, similar about this game and similar. I think this is going to be the second highest owned game, maybe behind Washington um, in KC. Um, I think Lamar Jackson after uh, his performance is going to be the chalkiest of chalky plays. I mean, he's everywhere. He can run and pass now. Um, I think this game is going to be great. Play all the guys. Um, really the only one I like. Uh, I still think Keenan Allen's getting low. I still think he's low. But if you want to play Lamar Jackson, you want to stack him with uh, Andrews, you want to run Marquise Brown out there. I don't care. Like, it's all good plays. I don't really have a take, uh, play all the dudes in this one. It's just going to be high-owned. So, keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, you mentioned Keenan Allen, real quick, Keenan Allen on that. It's like, Mike Williams has clearly been the dude. I mean, he's had those breakout games and some deep balls and whatnot. I mean, Keenan Allen's still getting more targets, um, had more receptions, just very silently. I mean, Mike Wills leading the league in touchdowns, and Keenan Allen only has one. So, got, I mean, we said it last week, but you got to think you know, Keenan like, Allen, I mean, if he gets in the end zone on these games, we still get double digit targets like 64, that's super cheap. Um, Eckler, I mean, Baltimore is terrible against running backs in the passing game. I think they're worst in the league. Um, so, Eckler's pass, you know, reception is going to be a. Spot here. Um, except like however you want to run it, I mean, you go with the pass catchers, but Echler, I like Eckler a lot too. He's just getting getting pricey. I,
3: I also think uh, Justin, yeah. Justin yeah. Herbert yeah. is coming in low owned. Um, I know he's a little pricey. Um, I, I maybe Baltimore's hearing people away, but uh, that defense got shredded by Carson Lance, so maybe a little recency bias, but man, yeah, I, I think just
2: some of these devil guy. guys. <clears throat> yeah i think it's a factor of the total and then who you pair him with everyone's expensive it's so like mike williams is eight one keenan like we said is a little low austin eckler's at seven nine um it's just when you pair that it's expensive stack for a, a 24 total okay. i think um how much lamar are y'all gonna have this week and why is the answer not a hundred
0: yeah bro uh fuck done I mean, because of ownership,
1: like, I mean, it's hard not to in cash, but it's like his ownership's so high. And, I mean, I just – I mean, you look at it, it was like, yeah, Lamar had an incredible game. Yeah, he threw for over 400. He ran it. It was the best game of his career probably. But the dude on the other side, I mean, I know he's still about the same price, but dude on the other side put up 45 last week too. But, I mean, Lamar's ownership, I I mean, it's kind of – I don't know. I mean, you are going to be still heavy in tournaments there?
2: Yeah. With the ownership? Yeah. Yeah. I think you, um, I think the way you do it on tournaments is just like, he's, um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, for a quarterback where what he's getting owned at is probably going to be double about anybody else. Um, so usually like when you do these leverage plays, it's, it's, it's a high on running back, high on receiver, maybe in the case, Travis Kelsey gets too high, it flips your build. Um, but I think this week's interesting where it's like Lamar Jackson's probably going to be a leverage point. Um, and so, yeah, I, you're going to have to figure out. I think if you don't click him, what what you're doing otherwise, whereas you're playing someone else in the game, or or you're fading him. Uh, I think for cash, he's a lock. Like I don't, I don't even think it's close. Like I think you honestly start there. Um, I think maybe the only way you you know you can get some de- decent leverage is um, you know pl- just just playing his. Uh, Actually, I don't know. The more I look at it, I don't think anyone projects well other than him. So, maybe the way you do it is you just hope Brandon Staley has a a game plan and you fade it.
3: The guy.
0: Uh, Dude, this this is like a – this goes back to the Travis Kelsey piece for me. This just seems like DraftKings fucked up here on the the pricing. Like, there's no no reason he should be 7,400. It just seems like a, a really bad mispricing and it's tough to not click it. I mean, is
2: this yeah, the best defense he's played though? Nah, I don't know. I think Bro, I mean, bro Baker
0: was... Baker put up forty on. <laughs> what do you mean?
1: That's true. Baker's good sucks. offense.
3: Hey man, if you want to get a real cheap stack, your boy uh, Darnold Parham Jr. Twenty nine hundred.
0: You said what? Two touchdowns in a row in the past two weeks.
1: Uh, yep. So, I mean, just Jared Cook, Tom.
3: Hey, a- and Chaz, you know what he plays? The backup tight end.
1: Backup tight ends eat. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, me and Nick watches it every week together, and it's like, uh, well, we count. You know, I set the over under at like three and a half. I'd probably take the over on how many backup tight end touchdowns.
3: It's just, man, as the guy that watches the games, it's just like I play a lot of Jared Cook just to watch part of the score.
0: He looks good though.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty nine hundred, baby.
0: I mean, I,
2: just don't play Lamar in the Winter takes all. Just don't do
1: it. I mean, we forgot the pass catchers. Or does anybody want to go in on that? I mean, obviously, Andrews and um, Hollywood. Hollywood's balling a little bit. He's finally catching the ball. Um, the Chargers are really good against number one receivers. So, that scares me a little bit. But, like you said, Andrews balled out, and his pricing was set before that game. So, I think he would be, is, I don't know how much higher, but I would say significantly higher. Um, price if it wasn't for his show out on Monday, and if they're gonna throw the ball, yeah, he's gonna, be, guys, right? he's gonna be, he's gonna be, yeah, I know he's, yeah, I know he's high on, him, so. but it's like, I mean, he's still,
3: but as remember, for, for, good reason, for good reason, for good reason, yeah. yeah, I think he's a fine player.
2: They they misprice these these showdown or these island game guys like KC Baltimore. I don't, yeah, I'm with you, Hunter. I don't know what, like, like it's not like those are non marquee teams,
0: yeah, just a misprice bad. Um,
3: I think maybe with Kelsey at 7k, they're like, Yeah, just go ahead and play Kelsey, go right there. They're like, Darren, you need to pay him at that price.
1: Chargers are also one of the worst against tight ends, so that kind of opens up for Andrews, too. But
3: bim, but don't break, baby.
0: All right, let's make another move, y'all. Game seven, Vikings at Panthers. We got a 45.5 point total, Vikings favored by point and a half. So two big items here with 2 the probably top four picks of, of fantasy drafts this year for our thousands of fans that are listening right now. But cook, cook back to a full practice today. So we probably get, you know, 80% Davin Cook snaps on Sunday, I'm assuming. And then CMC, after practicing all last week, sitting out Sunday, practicing Wednesday was a do not practice today. So, man, I I don't really know what to do with that information, but I'm just going to kind of open it up here. Uh, Do we get CMC? Do we get Dalvin back in a matchup against each other uh, for the first time in a few weeks?
3: I think think if Christian McCaffrey plays, lock him in, baby. 8.8, I don't care if he's got one leg out there. (laughs) 8.8. Christian McCaffrey. It's like, dude, just lock it in. I've been so excited to play him back. He's under nine k. He's, project, he's, pro, he's projecting super high on the on on the projection. Uh, ownership. Well, actually, no. But I can't. Oh, if he's coming in low, it's a lock button for me. It's like I don't give a fuck about anybody else in that game. Down Cook, Kirk Cousins, his vaccine. I don't give a shit. Christian McCaffrey, dog. Um, but you know, just to play. Uh, I do think this is a great time to go right back to the well with DJ Moore. I think a lot of people are going to be upset with him. Uh, but I think he's a fine play right now as well. Um, I mean, I haven't got the, that one cook right yet, but I've just got the biggest heart on for Christian McCaffrey this week. Um, I wish y'all could see it. We can't get the E rating. Um, but I can't just lock him in. If he plays, I'm all in. Like shotgun wedding. Wait, does that count right there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andy J. And
0: I hope he plays too, bro. I don't know, though. He didn't practice <laughs> He practiced all last week. I don't know what's going on.
3: Listen, bro, if you're dating Olivia Coppolo, like,
0: she, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't what even matter. What are you saying?
1: Like, get your little blow and figure it out or yeah,
3: what? Yeah, I don't know. Just lock him in, bro. If he's on the field, lock him in. I don't care if he plays 30% of the snaps. <laughs> he'll,
1: have, he'll have
3: 18 points 30% of the snaps. <laughs> 18, 18 points. 8.8.
0: Eight, eight point eight luck at it. I like that I'm pissed at 18. Never mind. Right.
1: I'm pissed at 18. If I ever play freaking McCaffrey and I put up 30, I'm pissed. And that's <laughs> why I don't put McCaffrey. But – Definitely not playing when he's out there hobbling, and can't even fucking stand up.
3: <laughs> it's cool. He's got he's got his third leg to
1: get him out there.
3: Oh, actually, I do want to. I was going through the uh, going through the feeds. Uh, very very soft. Uh, Robbie Anderson squeaky wheel game, and I am. I don't know. It's all anecdotal. I don't know the stats behind it, but a squeaky wheel is a smash. Every single time I've been doing this, like we've been doing this. I've been playing draft for like four years now. Squeaky wheel,
0: hey, especially with like, thousand the, for thousand, especially when the week four squeaky wheel doesn't work and the week five squeaky wheel doesn't work. Week six squeaky wheel is definitely the squeaky wheel. Yes, bro. I'm with you, bro. Triple I'll down on, on Robbie.
3: A. Hey, as a white male, I don't double down, I triple down on my takes.
0: <laughs> let's ride, yeah, let's
3: do it, I, Robbie Anderson. But mostly I, Christian McCaffrey.
2: I uh, I think we hit it. <laughs> I mean, I will I will plug the the weekly. Justin Jefferson has a high ceiling. Yeah,
0: yeah, and if Thielen is uh, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Is Thielen okay? He he he, had, he didn't get his first catch until the two minutes in the fourth quarter last week. I think he might be like, wash. Like, yeah, maybe. Kind of old isn't it? He might be done. Might be the J Jeff show. I don't
3: know. I didn't even look at no stats or nothing. I was just like, just
0: play those guys. No. All right. Vikings, Panthers, let's move on. Uh Cardinals three point underdogs. It's kind of wild. At the Browns with a 49 and half point total. Nick, speaking of squeaky wheels multiple weeks in a row, uh, let's do it again with OBJ as well. So lock in Robbie A, lock in OBJ, and then figure out the rest.
3: What? <laughs> nah, hard pass.
0: Uh,
3: I go Higgins. I'll, I go. I'll play
0: OBJ this week heavy. I'm all I'd in. Go... Let's do it.
3: I'd go Higgins or the People's Jones. Actually, I don't really like any of those wide receivers. I don't really like Cleveland. I like. God, I hope, I hope that's I good. love chunting people. Oh my god! Chubb goodness. and Hunt. Chunt.
1: I mean, I understand that my or Baker had a decent game last game. Okay, whatever. You're betting. I mean, you're, if you're betting on OBJ, you're also betting on Baker, and that's just not a good move. I think they're both just not good plays
0: at all. Dude, OBJ yeah. is is still a top five wide receiver talent in the league. <laughs> Like there's I no do. doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. And you're getting the top five wide receiver talent at 5 k in a pace up matchup with a 50 point total as underdogs. I, I hope I hope the majority of people don't play him. I, I, I hope I, I, I will, I, I will I, lose money there again and feel okay about like, it.
2: Yeah, I think he I think ninety nine percent of people won't play
0: him. I'll lose money there again. That, but I'm willing to die on that
1: hill. Like percentage-wise, there, are you being—I mean, like, what do you?
0: What yeah, it'll is, be very high. He'll—he'll he'll be the first click a lot of times.
3: Yeah. Um, if you really, uh, I think my favorite receivers on that offense are in, um, in order, uh, Kareem Hunt, David Njoku, who's questionable. Um, so Austin Hooper, and then probably Rashard Higgins. If I had to do it like that.
0: Like, what is it Where – where is this hate coming from? Is it just because he hasn't performed in three games off of a freaking – AC mean play? half the season? Yeah.
1: I mean, something's not right. Like, he's, he's catching the ball like twice a game. Like, something's not right. I don't – I mean, it's either he's not fully back, Baker sucks ass.
0: You don't think – no, do. Baker doesn't suck ass. OBJ is getting open and making good plays. He's, they're just not finding each other. You don't think they're talking about that shit right now? You don't think they're hanging out in the freaking film room, bro, right now? Figuring that out? Uh, OBJ's in the club right now. He don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, OBJ's definitely at the club. Bro, Chubb's, Chubb's watching film right now and saying, keep feeding me. But
0: Are y'all serious? He, he's going to be comp- – like, nobody's playing him.
3: Odell Beckham is playing touch football with Drake right now.
1: He's not even at practice.
3: Bro, he that's fine. He'll be playing
0: touch football this week because he ain't going to be getting touched. He's going to be running in the end zone.
1: I'll be having zero Odell Beckham.
0: Good God. Y'all are, y'all are absolutely wild.
3: Um, cool. Uh, so I think really, if you want to play some guys, uh, I, I really like, um, man, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a broken record, but I really like Rondo more again. <laughs> this week, uh, Hunter's grabbing a, grabbing a drink. So I'll, I'll hop in there. I, I don't know. Really. I'm not super excited for this game. Um,
2: yeah, I'm not either. This this is uh, the, the way I'm viewing this one, honestly, is if my lineups in the 1 p.m. games don't do well, I know I can safely come here because no one's going to be owned in any of these games.
3: Man, that uh, makes me think. Just like I hate this game so much, does that mean I have to play it? Yeah,
2: just jam that- it in. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be the, uh, let's see, second lowest owned game overall, and I think the only person getting above – ownership might be chase Edmonds. And I really don't see him coming in that high. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, uh, I, I don't know. There's just, there's no plays that stick out. You're either good plays like Kyler, but you're priced too high for your total this week or you're the Browns and you've spread it around too much on the offense to make any one piece just like viable. So. I don't know. I yeah, I'm I'm passing on this. I
3: probably won't have much from this game. Uh yeah, I really like I'm telling you just Rondell Moore, especially uh I don't think you played him. What's his name? Max Williams.
2: Max
3: Williams, yeah. Uh is he hurt? Yeah, I think I've, so. I, I've been reading that, you know, um Rondale out. um was playing a little more, got a little more snaps. He had 14 points last week, he had six targets. Uh Man, looks good. Three rushing attempts. I'm telling you, man, this guy's a real deal. Um, he's not a secret, but I just love this guy as a player. That's a player talent. I'm telling you to play this player. I'm counting the player.
1: Yeah, I like Rondell. Um, I've never really – I mean, D-Hop, I've never really gotten right. But, I mean, he's got to have a big game at some point. Um, Vegas is better than I am, but I think they've got this line wrong. Like, give me all the Arizona at plus three and a half. I, I love that, but is that what y'all are saying, or did I write that down wrong? Like the Browns are favored, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. no, I have yeah. plus three, so right there, yeah, Browns. Okay, are favored. yeah.
1: I mean, if that's the case, they're gonna be throwing the ball. I mean, I, I like Rondell, I like D Hop, but my main point here, I guess, is well, what do y'all see that as the correct line there?
0: I, I'm with yeah. you, and I, I think there's a few games that are off this week. I think that Chargers game's off. I think the Chargers are money line right there. It's a pretty good line. Against the Ravens, oh no!
1: Yeah, I mean that one's tough. I but I don't I don't see I don't see Cleveland beating Arizona.
0: But bro, they squeaked out wins against the Lions and the Colts.
3: All righty, think you coming for the DraftKings Sportsbook. Here's the thing: um, I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is gonna be that guy. You're saying he's gonna he's bound to have one. Is he though? Uh, he's got a case of he's got a really good quarterback. Um, he's got a really good Russian quarterback so he doesn't have uh hell I can't even name half those dudes he played with the Texans throwing him the ball every down so I just don't think he's capturing enough of that target share to really be worth it anymore like we used to say oh oh it's good leverage play like at one point like he's gonna have a good game I don't know at this I don't know anymore um maybe I'll be proven wrong but um I'll I'm more on to see it to believe it especially at that price um I'm more obviously I'm going to Say it one more time. I'm more willing to play – if you got to play Kyler with him at 7.9, you got to play somebody cheap like, hell, A.J. Green or Rondell Moore or Higgins or Donovan People Jones or Austin Hooper. You never know.
0: Hey, do you all think the Baker Mayfield commercials are funny?
2: I do. no – no, I, I kind of laugh at him, so maybe. I, I,
0: think, I think it's like a 7 out of 10 for me. Like, I enjoy him more than most.
3: Yeah. I'm not laughing with him. I'll tell you that.
0: That's what I'm saying.
3: I laugh at him.
0: No. I think that's the kind of guy Baker is, and I think Baker makes it happen this week with OBJ. Let's move on. Game nine of the week, Raiders at Broncos. Y'all, Gruden gone. Do the Raiders respond here? Are they fired up? Are they ready to freaking – get a win as three and a half point underdogs for their old forgotten coach who the Raiders now probably have to pay $40 million to buy out his contract.
3: I'm just going to pop in real quick. Um, I don't know. Uh, he's projecting somewhat on, but uh, at $5,900, I, I'm, I'm really liking uh, uh, Josh Jacobs right there at that spot. Um, looks like he's getting a little more targets which has uh, kind of been the knock on him. He's questionable again, so I don't know. Um, but he looks good. I really like him. Um, he's the only guy I'm really excited to play. I mean, Darren Waller is the only 40-plus, 30-plus uh, upside guy uh, on that team. Um, but he's coming in second pri- highest price. He might be a good little pivot off of Kelsey, um, especially with all this turmoil and uncertainty. Um, but I, those are the two guys I really like. Um I, I'll, I'll let y'all talk about Broncos, but I also really like Corden Sutton. Um, I think he's a great play right there as well, but I'll let Chaz get on Hunter Winfrey.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, to see
3: where you're at with him.
1: Yeah, you guys made some some decent points there. Um, The best was the uncertainty. I mean, there's no telling what's going on there, how new coach, you know, I know Carr and Gruden were, I don't know what you'd call their relationship, but. Things are going to be different. I mean, Hunter Renfro is the only for sure thing going for the Raiders right now. So I think that's a safe play. Um, Yeah, I mean, you you covered that for me, Nick. But yeah, I mean, I think that he's the for sure safest play there.
0: Renfro is such a glue guy, dude. He's such a glue guy. Got to have a Renfro on your team. That's
1: what I'm saying. I mean, look at. I mean, who else are you going to get to
0: get you six catches for 49 yards week after week?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's hard to come by, you know, dude's a stud.
2: The only other better field general on the field than uh, Hunter Renfro, I think, uh, we're about to get nasty again, is my boy, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, <laughs> so, Teddy Bridge has actually a decent game environment here. I mean, I think the Raiders, we'll see how they respond, but have been pretty good on offense. So, um, I think, you know, they they can get pushed in this game, but – when I ran my, um, you know, my hundred or so lineups, the, the one of the other guys that was popping was, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. And, uh, that's mostly a function that a lot of his, um, targets are running through two guys. So, so we talked about Portland Sutton who I like, uh, as well as Tim Patrick. And so both of those two are, you know, priced at five, one and six, two. And then with, with Teddy bridge at five, seven at QB, uh, similar to the golf stacks. You can basically go and do whatever you want outside of that. Uh, and then you've got a natural run back with, with Darren Waller in that game. Um, that makes sense. So I'm, I'm going to have a decent amount of Teddy bridge. I think that's a good contrarian stack to play and, or if your lineup suck early and you want to move uh, to a late swap that, um, you know, a Teddy bridge, and, uh, you know, Tim Patrick or Cortland Sutton might make some sense there. Uh, so I, I like a good bit of the Broncos this week. They're um, actually coming in super low owned. And, you know, you're not giving up a ton of projection there to, uh, to jam those guys in because you can't go play these big boys like uh, Devontae, Christian McCaffrey, if he plays, et cetera.
3: Man, Teddy Bridgewater is that guy that's p- consistently priced, six K low fives. It just goes out there and gets you 16 to 24 points. And he's made a lot of people, a lot of money. So I don't think he gets a lot of respect, maybe not as an in real life quarterback, but like as a DFS player, <clears throat> shout out to Daddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, <clears throat> this is not in this game, but just going forward, I really think um, maybe, maybe in a couple weeks down the road, uh, Javante Williams is going to be that guy. I promise you that um, it's just until Melvin Gordon, I don't know what happens. He cut his dreads. He lost all his powers. Uh, Javante Williams is the future of that backfield. It's just get ahead of it now.
0: God, Maybe this just one feels... more
2: point. On... Sorry, go ahead, Hunter.
0: No, if you had a positive, go ahead, because I'm going to completely bring it up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, on a week, two, I, I don't think we've said this, but there's only three games over 50, and... um the rest of that kind of spreads out, you know, kind of close after that. I think there are. This is where some of these cheaper stacks you can um, you can get a little bit weird on, just given it's not probably as high scoring of a week. At least Vegas doesn't think um, so far. So I think I think some of these areas where you might not target these games, you've got a little bit more leeway this week.
0: I don't, I don't have any of these numbers, but after when the bye weeks start, do do y'all know if the the typical scores go down or is that just variance?
2: Probably variance. The only thing is, um, I do know. I think that's when most of the division games start, um, and so I think sometimes those tend to be lower scoring, just given yeah. the teams have a. a you know, relationship prior obviously from from the last uh, year years. So yeah. Maybe they could be.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, it just feels like a 17-13 ball game to me, but who knows? We might get weird with it. Uh, last game, y'all, game 10, and then we will jump into our top plays at each position. We've got the Cowboys and the Patriots. And I brought this up last week with a a game that I can't recall, but same shit this week, which I thought was super odd. Patriots opened as a point and a half favorite in this game, which I thought was like pretty wild. And it's been bet down already. Cowboys by field going a half now, over under at 50 and a half. But I thought it was super odd for this game to open in the Patriots' favor. And so. I, I again, I don't remember the game last week where where that happened. I think it was the Browns Chargers, but I don't know which way it was or, or how it swung. But I, I, does that mean anything to y'all?
2: No, I mean, I think they get right. They get, sorry, they get more correct, but later on in the week. So, like, if you're going to look to Vegas as a way to inform, I wouldn't look at opening lines, I guess would be my point. Um, and then, But if the move from like, let's say like when they post lines Monday to Thursday, I wouldn't read too much into. But if like Saturday night to Sunday, you see stuff moving a point and a half or two points, then that's when you should pay attention. But yeah, I would I would say more so if you're looking at it now, I'd go off Thursday's line. It's going to be more accurate. But as far as the movement early in the week, I think they just they tailor those lines to get close. Probably just set a bad line. Honestly, I don't think it's like news or anything moving it now.
1: I wish I would have seen that early. I would have loved to take Dallas plus one.
0: I mean, you had Dallas money line.
1: Yeah, that's what i think. Yeah. Hmm. Hey,
0: last week we talked about Mac Jones being in a really good spot and he didn't do it. I think he's in another good spot. I don't think I have the nuts to pull the trigger, but I I think it's in a, another good spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, we say that like what is a I mean, I'm asking. Legit question. As far as like, what what does a ceiling game look like for Mac Jones? Twenty
0: six. Yeah, I'd say. Like, You're just saying he 20, hasn't 20, done it yet.
1: I mean, he's yeah. been one of the better, if not the best, rookie quarterback, but he's still not putting up like.
0: He's not throwing touchdowns.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: <clears throat> he's got like a. He's the king of just like, six yard passes to Hunter Henry. Like it's yeah. just, he's got Jacoby Myers.
0: His A dot is super low, dude. He's right. he's moving the ball six yards at a time like it's it's just, it's, it's hard to watch i i hated I, watching that uh that brady homecoming game that shit was hard to watch i just
3: i don't know i don't want anything to do with this game
0: man if the cowboys are going to be under owned after being owned weeks one through five this is a good spot to attack the cowboys i think is
3: this is where you playing just well,
1: yeah, I mean, there was a blowout last week, so it's hard to. I mean, if it's going to be that close a game, which Vegas is saying it is, then I mean, in close. Like, I don't think last week's a good week to judge off what happened. And if anything, that just helps ownership. So, I mean, the, the receiving games that I'm speaking to, I guess, more than Zeke. Like, Zeke's eating. plays Zeke. playing. Yeah, he's playing. Questionable. I mean, I, I think he's fine. I mean, he's just doing what everybody yeah. does now. Let me talk practice, to him. But. Yeah, that's my boy. Um, no, but I think Zeke used to eat. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Zeke a lot, but y'all yeah, probably have a stronger take, Hunter, it sounded like on the receiving side.
0: I just think they're still underpriced, but now they're not going to be 15%, 20% owned. It just seems like a classic comeback spot. NFL DFS think, uh, loves to do that to us.
2: I think they're going to still be owned in some format, like, depending on who it is. Like, I think uh, – from what I was saying, it looked like to me like Amari's still going to probably catch some ownership, uh, just given his, uh, you know, his slight discount off CD, dude. Y'all, I, I, everything you've said about Mac Jones so far is music to my ears, because we're about to get nasty with it again, boys. Like so, here are the QBs I touted this week, just to recap so far: Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. Teddy Bridge, and we're going we're going to finish it up with a little something sweet, Mac Jones. So the the reason I like Mac Jones is uh, he has like an obvious target share, uh, Hog, which is Jacoby Myers, and then he's got decent bringbacks in this game in Dallas. So that's so his those game stacks and those environments are going to correlate well. And so you give, you don't give up much projection dropping down him. We haven't seen a ceiling game yet. But, you know, if we're chasing games, we're already behind. We've got to be in front of them. Um, and so, you know, he had this epic collapse at Houston. No one's going to be wanting to click him. He's coming in 2% home. Uh, I like this stack, and uh, I like the game environment. You've got Dallas on the road. Um, and I think just, this is, this is a get right spot where no one's going to want to press the button on Mac Jones and the Patriots. So I will, I will be there to do that for them. Um, so yeah, I like, I like these guys. I think I'm going to have a lot of cheap QBs this week. Uh, reason being just like some of these guys we touched on just project so well elsewhere, like Devontae Adams and Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, et cetera. You can um, you can jam these guys in, and I think that's going to be Austin Eckler's another one. Uh, that's probably going to be how I want to build this week. Is um, in a lower scoring week with only you know a couple good game environments. I'm going to spread out on these cheaper stacks that are that are going to be lower on. So I don't know if y'all have a take on that, but uh, yeah, I like these. I like these QBs. No one wants to play this week.
0: So I do. Is there a must play? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I did have – I had a question slash thought on that because I'm with you in the, the differentiation of getting a lower quarterback. But with that being said, Lamar is too cheap with a 53-point total with weapons around him that are also too cheap. And Mahomes is probably a little pissed off again against the, one of the worst defenses in the league. So, like, if those two guys go for 30 – but golf and bridgewater and mac go for 21 to 24 is that enough and that's, i think that's the question because of course you've got to get the other pieces right but i don't know i mean that, that that's where i struggle with that with the other quarterbacks in such awesome spots
1: I mean, if, yeah, if you get
0: 24
1: out of there, I think you're all in. I mean, I think you're in an awesome spot. I just think that's – I mean, yeah, 24 to 30 with that price difference, I think that would be a huge win there. But I worry about that 24 more than I worry about – yeah, I mean, I, I'm just thinking yeah, I mean, – you all are talking me into Mac Jones and I'm trying to talk myself out of it. Well, so, I
2: think, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, to – yeah, to respond to that, the the difference is when – 20% of the field's gonna play Lamar, and he goes for 40. You're competing with 20% of the field still. When two and a half percent of the field plays Mac Jones, and he goes for 28, and you've got him stacked, and Amari Cooper go, does well, like, and then you can now jam in Devonte and all these other guys. They got to make it up on you, and you're only competing with, you know, you've killed 20% of the field because Lamar's hit 30, which is great, but it wasn't enough to make up for the fact you got to play Devontae Adams and they had to play T Higgins or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 think in those scenarios, that's, you don't, and, and that's the good, that's the great point of like, you don't have to play like 50% Mac Jones, you know, only two and a half percent of the field is going to, if you come in with 10% Mac Jones, you've quadrupled the field. So I, you know, I don't think you got to say your, the majority of your lineups has to be that, but that's, so I'm like, when I say I'm going to have a lot of these low owned guys, it's relative to their, ownership and you know when he comes in at three percent i don't have to get above 10 to be way above um so yeah so that's that's the question i think the when does when does lamar break the slate um the question there i think yeah i think that's one you, you gotta look out for but then it's also like does he bring like is it like last game where he brings mark andrews or is it any one of these other games where he does it on the ground, and then you still have to get the rest of your lineup right. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's that's at least how I think about it. i,
3: I tell you what, man. Um, I do think the process surrounding Mac Jones makes sense, meaning we all thought, well, if he wasn't going to do it against Houston, then he's not going to do it, and he didn't, basically. Um, but he's also got a very similar, if not better, matchup um, at home. So and I also think the ownership will be way reduced now because of that. You thought he was going to smash against Houston, so I think he's fine. Uh, uh, real quick, but on, I still want to do it.
1: Oh yeah, on that note, I mean, do you have to play Myers and Henry? I mean, do what? Do you how? what are you going there? Are you going him Myers and Henry? Or are you going Hunter him, Henry, Myers and Henry? Stove. I mean, I like Henry. Like I'm going to be on Mac Jones. I feel like I'm going to have Henry locked in with him hundred percent. But
2: with uh, with tied in the way it is, uh, I I mean, I my preferred back obviously would be Jacoby Myers. And then if you want to throw in a double with Johnny Smith or Hunter Henry, the way why not? I mean, just correlate your tight end, whatever. It's so hard to hit those anyways. Um, I don't I'm not against it. Uh, I think the preferred play for me would be Jacoby Myers. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can't hate on. A double, a, a double. Because for Mac Jones to hit a ceiling, it's going to be, you know, he's not a rushing guy. I mean, we've seen these QBs rush. I mean, it's going to be, you know, he hits the 300-yard bonus. Hopefully, a few touchdowns, couple touchdowns. <laughs> but, um, you know, hopefully, you hit the guys that that goes to.
1: Yes, yeah, so if you're running him naked at all, or if you were.
2: No. Yeah, he definitely stacked it. Probably. Yeah. Probably double. Probably smarter Let me look. Actually.
3: Yeah, I don't think. I mean, if, unless you got, like, a Patrick Mahomes type of prolific guy, I think you would got to stack him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know where the ball's going pretty much. I mean, like you said, Myers and Henry are going to get the target share. So, I mean, if you're going to play him, yeah. if he has a ceiling game, those two guys, or at least one of them, are going to have to have
0: a good game.
2: One, Yeah, at least one or probably two. So I think yeah. it's fine to do either one.
0: All right, now this is where we approach the part of the show where you fuck one, marry one, kill one with Carson <laughs> Wentz, Jared Goff, and Mac Jones. Go. Uh,
1: I'm going to marry Mac Jones. I'm going to, wait, what was the other? Mary, kill, and what?
0: Mary, fucking kill. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Mac Jones.
1: Oh, uh, I'm probably, yeah, I'm going to marry Wentz, kill Goff, you know. All right, James, All right,
3: this was All right, okay, okay. You're wrong. You you kill Mac Jones. You're playing him off the projections in the post-low hype. You fuck around with Carson Wentz. You see what he's been doing. You like it, but you don't know. You don't want to continue with that. You marry Jared Goff. At least he's the most consistent.
2: <clears throat> yeah. So if Mary is who we like best. Jared Goff. Uh like the least is Carson Wentz. So, then that means I would
0: kill him. So, fuck Mac Jones. All right. That was a fun segment. glad we did that. All right, let's move on to top plays, y'all. Um, it, it, to it, you
2: can't do that
0: because
1: you can't disrespect Teddy Bridge in any of this. It's too good of a guy. It was, it was we, a pricey. Y'all play. both, just-, y'all <laughs> both <laughs> just killed Mac Jones, but y'all
2: loved Mac Jones.
1: That's what I was confused
3: no, about. No, I like the process around Mac Jones. I don't love him. No, I fucked
2: about. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is two for me.
3: He makes me feel good about my body.
2: <laughs> why, don't you, why don't y'all just in your 20 max, just run five of each, baby, and let's call it a day. <laughs> so I'll split the money, man.
0: All right, let's jump into our favorite plays. Again, this is doesn't have to be price sensitive, doesn't have to be – you know, point per dollar, doesn't have to be anything. Just Whatever whatever you're feeling here, we're going to go position by position. Make your call and why. And I will kick us off. We're going to start at quarterback, go down the list. Quarterback's position, I don't have a strong take at right now. And just to kind of stay off of – is Taylor Haneke, is he going to be chalk?
3: Yeah. No. He's going to be pretty chalky. Is he? Yeah, he's he's projected pretty high. He's
2: the second highest on QB. Yeah. Oh, he's second
3: high. I got him as, as Sam ron coming got him as third. I don't <laughs> yeah, know what I'm third, uh, but top grinders. Two, yeah. I don't know what Rotos grinders got him at. Um uh, <clears throat>
2: like. uh, like I'll get it. here since we kind of know my QB takes, you've heard my four. Uh and then just start your cash lineups so with Lamar Jackson. That's that's the that's the QB take.
3: I think mine will not be taken. Um I, I think we miss this process similar when we're like, should we play Lenny? Should we play Antonio Brown? Should we play Chris Evans? Should we play Mike, God- uh, Mike Evans, Godwin? Um, I'm going to go with Matt Stafford this week.
1: Is it me? Or- uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs>
3: Connor Renfro doesn't play quarterback, by the way. So make, sure, make
0: sure
1: you know that. I probably – I don't know. I haven't figured out quarterback yet. I'll, I'll go Dude, yeah, I'm I'll
0: with go you, bro. I don't, I don't have a tag at quarterback. I think i think my quarterback's probably going to be very even this week, just all around the board, whatever works, whatever works.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got four written down. I just, If I had to pick, I'd <throat> I, th- um, I think okay. I'm just
0: going to go stacks all around the board. Mahomes, Jackson, Stafford, like just scrolling at Heineke, like Wentz. Like, why not? I, I, don't, there's, I don't think there's anything to stand out this week.
3: Okay, so my my TV is right. all the all the good plays as well.
0: There's a lot of good plays. Um, runner back. Runner back the other way. So, Chaz, you went last on quarterback. You're first on runner back give me
1: Zeke I mean I know that's kind of ice play but no big dog on the slate let him eat
2: uh I'll go uh Daryl Henderson so once you click Lamar just then you drop down to running back just click Daryl Henderson
3: right so this the whole thing about fundamentally I think well, my problem is is like I try to give more like ownership related takes uh I do think the chalk mm-hmm. especially for uh, running back is a chalk for a reason. CMC is my guy, obviously. But just to give not a boring one, because CMC is obviously a great play, uh, give me Joe Mixon.
0: Love it. For me, it's a toss-up between Swift and Jonathan Taylor right now. I'm going Swift because I think he oh, – no. the, the Marlon Mack was scary last week, right? Marlon Mack being back involved, we might have a three running back crew right there, which isn't ideal. So, you got to stay away from that, especially with a 10-point favorite. But wide receiver, um, I don't think I could have been any more adamant about it. It's OBJ for me. And not not much else left to say. Ugh. Also, can fucking fathom that he's not going to be popular at 5,100. I haven't looked at shit yet, but that's, that's, that's crazy to me. That is absolutely nuts to me.
2: Um, all right. I'm going to go somewhat off the board because I don't think you need me to tell you who to play at the top. Um, I like, man, I was on him last week, boys. I'm going to come back to him. I like, I like T Higgins getting back on track. Um, yeah, I'm going to go T. Higgins. T. Higgins,
3: 5.3 at Detroit. Man, I tell you what. Uh, just everybody, to the thousands of listeners out there that are listening, um, if you can get good, if you have some proprietary model, if if you have just some weird anecdotal takes that just hit, wide receivers really going to where you make your nut and when you're going to beat people. Um, that is not I'm just saying, in general, it's good advice. That's where I think really good DraftKings players are. They can pick, pick really good wide receivers. Uh, I'm just going to double down. It's popping the optimizers. I don't think it'll be owned. Uh, give me Darnell Mooney.
1: Oh, I don't like it. I'm going to go St. <laughs> Brown. I'm going to go St. Brown
3: based but on many. That's what I'm saying. There's just so many wide receivers you could play. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's hard, man.
0: Nick, you're playing Dardo Mooney with Justin Fields with the shitty Browns offense who's done 20 times over OBJ. Dude, exactly, that's not bro. Good. I'm
3: that's correlating off it. of you, dude. I'm correlating off of you, man. OBJ's gonna go for a while. Justin Fields gotta, gotta throw it out there to Mooney to catch up. You're welcome.
0: Okay. All right. We'll Tied in. Who wants it?
3: <laughs> Ricky Seals James.
0: Dang, you beat me to it.
3: Ricky Still's John's fan. Just keep I'm just gonna I mean he's only up. He's gonna be chalk. He's gonna be the, probably the third highest, but streak K. Let's ride.
0: So I think I think tied in is a man. I, I think tied in I want to dive in with y'all later again once we get a little bit better feel for how the field's playing. But I think there's a lot of plays to be made there. Whether it's gonna be whether the build is gonna be go down, go middle, or go high. Like Dude, I think that's a huge decision point this week. That's usually pretty obvious. Now, I think that's I think that's going to make it an interesting week six.
3: Oh yeah, if you can find the right tight end, it's just the hardest to do. It's the hardest thing out of all the positions. Um, but there, just, but
0: there's, I think there's plays at all three levels this week, and I feel like tight ends usually like pay up or punt. Pay oh, up yeah. no.
3: Punt.
0: And this oh, 100%, week it's like,
3: yeah.
0: Ooh, we got you can good find spots. We got yeah, good spots everywhere.
3: Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like if you can find the right one where that is on the slate doesn't matter. If you can find the right one, you're gonna be really it's just tight has been such a wasteland this year. Um, that it's just been such a coin flip dart throw. It's like if you can really get a good on hit on the right one, you're gonna be doing well. I mean, obviously you gotta have the right players around them, but you can do well. Um picking the right one.
2: All right. So since if y'all are if y'all are paying up or punting down uh, sorry, paying up or punting. Yeah, I said it right. Uh, give me TJ Hawkinson at the middle at 5k. Gonna be good leverage off a of chalky Mark Andrews coming off a career game. TJ Hawkinson, lock it in in your golf stacks, baby. Give me hey, Hunter,
1: Hunter Henry there.
0: Nick, did you go RSJ?
1: Um, yeah, but
3: I, I honestly, guys, like. Oh we oh, never mind. This is the wrong slate. This is the Monday slate, but I about fucked up again. I'm just saying, watch out if joke, you don't play. Hey, uh just real quick, any love for Hushman Zada? TJ? Yeah. Me?
0: That boy been retired. I mean, that's what him. I'm
3: saying. No. Boy <laughs> boy but, but you know what I'm saying? Like
0: who?
3: C.J. Hujmanzada. Huj- C.J. Hujmanzada. C.J.
0: Hujmanzada for the Bengals?
3: Hujo? Uh, now, I'm trying to be like – say it right. Pronounce it right. You, I
2: thought know you know, were saying – you remember T.J. Hujmanzada? He, don't play, he, play he played for the, the Bengals too, bro. T.J. Hujmanzada.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> did. Yeah,
3: you said T.J. Hujmanzada. You no, mean C.J. Hujmanzada. I said C.J. Hujmanzada. You said T.J. Hujmanzada. C.J. I don't think most people are going to make it to this. By the
2: way, those are two guys. different players. <laughs>
0: Jesus I'm, fucking Christ. I'm out on CJ. Who's <laughs> your mama? <laughs> well, shit, Nick, I'll play RSJ then, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. in on RSJ again. I uh, hate Tyler
3: Heineke, so. Yeah. That's how much I like Ricky Sils Jones.
0: All right, last let's end a quick defense. I'm going for oh, Dumpin' Rillo. Uh, I think the Lions show up and probably win this game against the Bengals. So I like the Lions, D,
2: 2-1. Uh, I'll go expensive here. I'll go Colts, D, at 3.5.
3: Damn it, that was mine. I, when I was looking at the optimizer, I was like, I've never seen a defense like that yeah. much um, that popped in. Um, I can't go above – 2-5, I'll go 2-6. I, I like, uh, they've been shit all year, but uh, that's. Honestly, man, I kind of like, ah, oh, it's fucked. Up. I kind of like the Ravens
0: against the Chargers. Like, uh... yeah, I, like it. I too- hate
3: it, bro. I'm sorry, Herbie, bro. I'm sorry, at all but I just like it.
1: I don't have a, my two that I've got written down were the Colts and the Lions, honestly. So I don't have a different take there. I mean, I, I'll throw somebody else. Maybe, Listen, bro,
3: I don't like doing defensive takes because, like, I literally go, hey, it's, as long as you don't give me negative points, you're good I'll, on my book."
2: If you're playing a tournament, look who up the highest owned defenses are and just fade them. That's all you do. It's the least correlated to ownership.
0: All right, boys, that'll wrap it for week six. Uh, appreciate everybody joining. Um, we'll see you all back for week seven. Like we always end it, may your screens be green. Good luck to everybody. We'll catch y'all next week. And go, balls. Go, balls. Be don't miss. I like smoking weed.
3: I like getting fly. I like having sex. I like girls who ride. I like my cold food. I like turning on. I like brand new shit. So, this is what I love. I like that money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby, yeah. Money, baby, money, baby, money, baby, yeah. money, baby, money, baby yeah. money, baby, money, baby, money, baby, yeah. That is shit, I like yeah. Whoa.